All aboard, all aboard the Organist Encores Express. This train, which is about to depart, folks, will be captained by six different drivers as our route carries us through a variety of musical landscapes. This is RHJ, and I'll be checking your tickets as I move through the carriage. Our first jaunt is a lengthy one, so you might want to head along to the buffet car for a cup of tea, but do mind your beverage as this driver usually has a full head of steam at every turn. Mind the doors now!
Jonas Nordwall getting this special express service moving along with his typically unique take on a well-known standard, the Chattanooga Choo Choo, played on the unmistakable 451 Wurlitzer in the organ grinder Portland, Oregon, and some very steam train-like effects. I've always had a soft spot for that Dennis Hedberg installation, and even though its softest tonal resources possessed a scalpel-like attack, some of Jonas's finger-busting arrangements packaged into those high-fidelity recordings often resulted in some sonically exciting sounds. And it's still nice to revisit them from time to time when I need a drop of excess. Back in the heyday of the silent movie era, being able to imitate the sound of a steam train was obviously one trick to keep up your musical sleeve. The theatre organ lends itself very well to the task. In the post-silent movie era, some organists chose to incorporate the classic sound of a steam train moving in and out of a station to open and conclude an arrangement, as in the previous track. Others simply went straight into the music. Talking of which, I can see that the next driver has stepped onto the engine plate, ready to leave the station, and I'm assured that it will be a rather relaxing, sentimental journey. Mr. Jackie Brown, take it away, please.
an odd tooting sound there, rising up from below the stage where those distinctive fourteen ranks of Wurlitzer pipes still reside. I don't know about you, but I often feel that understage organ installations like tooting, or even proscenium arch installations like the Granada Walthamstow, have some kind of alluring darkness to their sound. Well, we've got 1 minute and 43 seconds until we depart on the next journey. While we wait, if you'd care to glance to your left, a little bit of platform music is about to begin. Crisp choo-choo samba there, taken from a 2015 album called Barrel Organ Pacific. I believe that track was written in 1927 by a man called Godinho, and it later became a 1952 hit for the pianist Winifred Atwell. Let's change the rhythm now and the type of locomotive pulling this fine musical express. For this section of the journey we're going to be assisted with some electrostatic propulsion.
That was Julius Goldberg, or Sir Julius as he liked to call himself, with that 1965 recording of Night Train played on the Hammond organ, accompanied by a percussionist. Let's get back to our steam train theme, but beware of the tunnels, for one or more persons on this train have murderous intent.
two tracks there. First, a lovely arrangement by Kevin Morgan of the theme tune from Sidney Lumet's 1974 film Murder on the Orient Express. I think the only murder victim during that section of the journey was the ex-Gomont Manchester Wurlitzer's Tibia Tremulant, which I was sure was being slowly throttled to death. After that, we heard Phil Kelsall shunting a nod in the direction of newly crowned King Charles III with a delightful arrangement of the Coronation Scot played on his home turf at the Tower Ballroom Blackpool. I believe that the Coronation Scot service was introduced to coincide with the 1937 coronation of King George VI and Queen Elizabeth. From 1937 to 1939, it provided fast and luxurious Art Deco-style travel, propelled by an iconic streamlined locomotive hurtling at an impressive 66.7 miles per hour on a non-stop 401-mile journey between London and Glasgow in just over six hours. The outbreak of war brought the service to an untimely end, yet it still represents, even today, a time when travel was considered exciting and glamorous. While the Coronation Scot only saw a few years of service, the Orient Express chugged between Paris and Istanbul from 1883 to 2009. Let's step aboard Christie Organ Opus 2902 for a hair-raising journey. Mr Torch, take us to Istanbul, please. You've got exactly three minutes and 17 seconds to get us there.
Wow, Sydney Torches, Orient Express. I think of all the great organists who've actually captured the energy and speed of the Orient Express, it was Torch. His orchestral background and phenomenal keyboard technique melded to create the most realistic and compelling of arrangements where you can literally feel the train tearing down the track at terrifying speeds. And that opening and ending created, if you think about it, one of the very early examples of a virtual reality, and it was all done on the Regal Edmonton Christie. Well, you'd think that was the end, wouldn't you? Not quite. I thought we'd arrive at our final destination in style. I'm going to hand over it to the final driver of the day, the governor himself, yes, Mr. Brian Rodwell and the sounds of brass, as we take the A-Train. Brian Rodwell there, bringing us to a classy end there in London's East End. Brian conducting the big band from the console of the COS's flagship Wurlitzer, then installed in the South Bank University. Well, before I go off and wash off all that locomotive coal sut, has anyone solved the mystery organ challenge that John Leeming dangled in front of us last week? Well, don't forget to email him if you know at john at organistencores.co.uk. Perhaps Damon, who has a King theme running through his upcoming show next week knows the answer. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.